0: Welcome to the Smart Tech Check Podcast, hosted by Mark Vina, your home for candid, insightful, and provocative conversations about the smart home, home automation, security, smartphones, PC and console gaming, and much more.
1: Hello, everyone. My name is Mark Vina, host of the Smart Tech Check Podcast. Today is Monday, April 3rd, 2023. Infineon made some uh, big news a few weeks ago with its acquisition of GAN systems for $830 million. It's an interesting acquisition as it promises to buttress and reinforce Infineon's leadership position in the power systems category with more energy efficient and CO2 saving solutions. To discuss this acquisition and the strategy behind uh, uh, the acquisition, I'm joined by Adam White, Infineon's division president of power and sensor systems. Adam, welcome to the podcast.
0: Thank you very much, Mark, and thanks for hosting this and very much looking forward to our discussions today.
1: No, I appreciate your time, and uh, this is a big acquisition. You know it's, it's, you know, it's one of these acquisitions that, you know, companies acquire companies all the time. Some of them make sense, some of them don't make sense. But this one struck me in that um, it really, um, uh, I really think it complements what is already doing uh, in the space. Uh, we're going to go into that in some detail uh, what I'd like to do, though, what I typically do before I you know, get into the meat of the podcast, I'd like to bring up um, a slide to talk about your background, because I always find that's pretty helpful. So let's do that, and let's talk about who you are, what you do, and uh, we'll go from there.
0: Fantastic. Yeah, so I've had the uh, the honor to be working in the uh, semiconductor industry for over 20, 25 years. So it's been a privilege of obviously looking at the uh, the evolution and in some areas the revolution of this industry so and definitely how that's having an impact on decarbonization as well as uh, digitalization uh, from uh, from the graduation uh, school, I, I went into uh, a company called International Rectifier. Uh, I think it's uh, uh, known to probably many of your listeners, really a powerhouse there in power management. Uh, and uh, then um, International Rectifier was actually uh, acquired by Infineon Technologies back in 2015. And uh, that's where I joined uh, Infineon and uh, very much uh, looking forward to uh, continuing this uh, this journey of innovation and uh, addressing power systems and uh, supporting the customers and uh, their use cases
1: you know what and we're going to get into this in the podcast you know what's interesting to me about what infineon does and i've been following you folks for several years now is that infineon is a company that many you know consumers many end of users end users don't know because you typically are an ingredient in another product that they do recognize. And, you know, power systems is a very interesting category because again, without power systems and the various products that we take for granted every day, uh, you wouldn't be able to use them because power systems have to obviously um, perform a variety of different functions. We're now in a world getting more um, cognizant of energy efficiency and CO2 uh, reduction. So it's a very interesting category and I really do want to add some color into that. So let, let's go into that right off the bat. You know, right off the bat, how does the acquisition make sense? I mean, I think I know, would love to hear it from your perspective. And most importantly, how is it impacting the the, the roadmap in Infineon and how are you going to comprehend this to ultimately grow their presence in the market, the power systems presence of Infineon in, mar- in the market?
0: Okay. Exactly, Mark. So first of all, Infineon, we're very proud of our innovation. We're of course, Very proud of our manufacturing, our quality, and the incredible talent that is housed within within Infineon. We're very much along the lines of addressing the the customer uh, problems, uh, working with the customers, understanding their use cases, and then really now addressing um, um, a number of solutions that ultimately provides a value proposition. And uh, here, you know, whether it's in the areas of chargers, servers, solar, you know, from, from resi- uh, residential uh, right away through to mobility in, in automotive, um, you know you'll find Infineon technologies uh, housed in, in a number of those uh, those systems and we're very proud for over 40 years really supporting uh, the industry and uh, more to the point um, addressing what I mentioned earlier on this, this uh, uh, supporting uh, decarbonization as well as of course digitalization. Now, particularly on GAN systems, why are we so enthusiastic about it? Um, we see now today, in, in order for us to address the systems, we believe wholeheartedly you need silicon technologies, you need silicon carbide technologies, as well as uh, gallium nitride uh, technology-based uh, solutions. And, um, and it really depends upon uh, what is the application, what is the topologies? What are the use cases that you can then really select the right solution uh, with the customer to join their roadmap for, for a successful uh, um, outcome? So we we of course um, we continue to expand and, and innovate on all three base technologies, and uh, this gives us then this uh, amazing opportunity to walk to our R and D at our customer base to then really show them how, you know where. These uh, wide band gap technologies, namely silicon carbide or gallium nitride, coupled with silicon can really also have a significant benefit at at a system uh, level. And, uh, you know, and again, we we must be very clear when we talk about uh, the switches, whether that's in the silicon carbide, whether that's in gallium nitride or in silicon, you also need the complementary uh, drivers as well as control ICs to get the best out of a a particular um, solution.
1: Now, you talked a little bit about the, you know, and I call it the siliconization of the power system space. Can we talk about how that manifests itself? And like one category, for example, that to me is becoming really interesting is people now who are putting solar panels in their home. They want to reduce their carbon footprint as much as possible. The idea of having power systems in your house with batteries that are cat and it's not just about, you know, powering your house, but you know, locate you know, storing electricity, energy for future use, which you know, of course, um, minimizes your cost. Which, if if you're in California like I am, <laughs> it's always a big deal. So let's talk about some of the applications, if you don't mind, for a couple of moments.
0: Yeah. So let's stick on the residential uh, solar. That's a, that's a great topic. And uh, today, you know, again, Infineon and, and our talented team are very proud of working with uh, the who's who in residential solar. And, uh, you know, a lot of those uh, solutions are built out today with uh, the traditional silicon uh, solutions. And of course, they had significant benefit of um, uh, changing the, 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 the sun energy into usable uh, uh, battery or, or electricity, ultimately, for, for, for the user. Now, moving forward, we also recognize that it depends upon which topologies that you are using uh, within a res- residential solar. Um, you know, I'm sure as a user like yourself, you know, you need to think through, okay, wh- which, one, which one is gonna be maybe a better efficiency, uh, converting the, the sun ultimately into electricity. You may also look at the size. Um, How to reduce the size and the density to make it look ultimately maybe even nicer on your home, for example. Um, And then finally, you know, with size and density also comes with cost benefits. Of course, if you can make things smaller in general, that there's also a potential uh, system benefit at at the cost uh, of, of the system as well. So this is just one example. Um, the other areas is, is to do with chargers and adapters, um, you know, I don't know about yourself, but it wasn't so long ago I used to carry, you know, two, three, four different chargers, one for my notebook, uh, one for my tablet, one for my, uh, my, my electronic uh, uh, watch, for example, and one for my smartphone. Uh, moving forward, um, we're enabling now with gallium nitride uh, solutions that uh, you can power up to 120 watts or, or greater than 60 watt uh, chargers. A uh, very small uh, form factor that can charge a number of devices at once with smart charging capabilities there to make them more efficient and uh, obviously uh, smaller for, for uh, when we're on the road. Um, The other areas is servers, Um, you know, ultimately servers, you know, when you look at rack servers, for example, there's a certain amount of footprint um, where, um, um, you know, where you want to basically compute the data. Um, um, intelligently, maybe through AI or or certain amount of uh, system technology. But if you can actually reduce the power supply size within these rack servers, you can actually um, potentially put even more compute power in the same footprint. So here it's about this green energy that we call green server energy that also gallium nitride also also, uh, supports. And the final example that we see adopting now is the on-board charger. We see gallium nitride and the engineers of on-board chargers for electric vehicles um, very much um, gravitating to gallium nitride in certain of the applications. Again, depends upon certain topologies, but ultimately here you can, um, you can uh, ensure that it's uh, higher efficiency levels. And of course you get uh, the size Uh, the density performance benefits as well. So these are the types of applications that uh, we see adopting. But again, we have put a lot of money into this acquisition. uh, Plus, we're putting a lot of uh, money standalone within gallium nitride uh, because we fundamentally believe we are nearing a tipping point, uh, not just for those applications, but many other applications moving forward.
1: Right. Well... You know the and that, you you talked a, a, a bit about this from a product standpoint. Let's talk about some specifics here and the comp and the complementary nature of the portfolio because that's the thing that's always interesting to me about these acquisitions that almost happen every day here in the tech space. Is that very often you see acquisitions that you know at first glance eh, kind of makes sense, doesn't make sense, and this is one of the few acquisitions I've seen recently that really has a complementary and synergistic effect between both organizations. So can we talk a bit about specifics from a product standpoint?
0: Yeah, well, thanks for recognizing that. And and here, you know, um, what what we'll do with the successful closing, and I must stress, we've got to go through the correct regulatory approvals. But upon the closing, um, we will basically double the uh, portfolio of uh, available products for our customers. Um, on top of that, with that, we will also um, effectively two uh, x the uh, design funnel um, that we will that we will see stand alone versus us uh, joining uh, joining forces uh, together. Um, and then on top of that, we also now will have uh, over 350 uh, uh, IP uh, family uh, families um, that will also be uh, part of this uh, the, this uh, joint uh, company at the end of the day with, with GAN Systems joining uh, Infineon. So with that, you know, we will of course have the uh, the, the switches and. Uh, GAN Systems actually has a little bit of a different technology uh, than what we have today within Infinium, but very complementary because the two different technologies is a function of, you know, how you switch an application, hard switching, soft switching, for example. Um, Also, whether you're doing very uh, high frequency switching, um, that is also a function of which technology um, that the customers will, will naturally gravitate to. Um, also, one of the synergies is uh, GAN uh, Systems has also developed a, a, a very unique package uh, a family, which we are looking forward to, to supporting and uh, rolling out within our portfolio here within Infineon. And uh, here, Infineon will, of course, embrace uh, the ability to to, to support systems with the ICs, the the, the integrated circuits. Uh, These are the areas, for example, with driver technology, as well as controller technologies as well. So this synergy, as you say, we're we're very much looking forward to it. Um, Ultimately, we'll give uh, our customers a lot more options to consider. And uh, with those options, we believe that we'll be able to find the sweet spot for the value proposition.
1: Uh, do you have any sense um, uh, on the feedback you've gotten from some of your customers on this? In terms of, I am—I have to imagine they would—they re- have reacted with a lot of enthusiasm, at, given the, the the products that these technologies go into are multi-thousand-dollar, very often um, class-type of uh, products. And you want to have you want—they like to deal with ingredient companies like confidion that inspire confidence. They can execute on time you know, it's not really, they do not want to deal with, you know, a lot of companies that have technology that haven't been proven in the market. So can you give me a sense for some feedback you might have gotten from some of the partners you work with?
0: Yeah, so honestly, the customer feedback uh, has been very, very positive. Um, I can only speak on the Infineon customer base, and, and of course, upon close, we will get the feedback, no doubt, from the GAN Systems customers. Uh, but it's very, um, it's been very impactful, meaning that the customers are, are one very excited about gallium nitride and the uh, the, the potential it brings. Um, really, to to um, to to see the R and D community and CTOs of customers where they can really embrace and unleash the potential of gallium nitride. There's no doubt about it. We see so much excitement from from the customer base as well as the industry. Um, The feedback has also been, yeah, you know what, uh, Infineon, we we always see you very strong in the power management space, in the system uh, space. You really reinforced your seriousness and your focus of continuing to uh, support our requirements, regardless of the technology base. And what do I mean by that? Um, Of course, um, we are being very uh, strong leader in the industry and in the silicon today uh, we, we continue our journey on the silicon carbide now the customers now see very much we're serious on the gallium nitride as well so I, I've really seen a very strong feedback from the customers. Um, those who are ahead of the design uh, curves are, are extremely excited. And we see some customers that have been thinking about adopting into gallium nitride now coming to us and saying, wow, this is serious. Um, Now Infineon are are making such a bold step, we better start listening and understanding the the, the opportunities this technology brings to, to our applications as well. So overarching, Mark, very, very, very delighted to hear the positive feedback, the embracement of the customers. And uh, we look forward to working with them because uh, this is a different technology and, and it's not a drop-in replacement for silicon. Um, you've got to use it differently. You've got to drive it differently. Um, but when when engineering uh, companies really take time to understand how to use the technology, wow, they really see the benefits.
1: Sure, sure. Well, this is the the, the most fun part of the podcast for me. I always like to kind of talk about what are the – Trends, maybe some future trends. Um, the technology that you're enabling with this does have application in a variety of different answers, uh, different areas. So let's talk about a bit, maybe a couple of the trends that you see uh, in the power system segment.
0: Yeah, so look, I mean, there's a number of ways that you could address this. But one thing is, is very clear that uh, how we use electricity is not going to go away in the near, near the term. We, we become more and more hungry for um, devices, for the ease of our lives. Um, and uh, of course, electricity is, you know, whether it's in battery form, for example, or through the grids, uh, through solar, whatever it may be, there, there's, there's definitely a consumption there that continues to grow. So here, you know how to um, uh, make uh, you know efficiency of converting uh, those uh, those sources into an application continues to be very very key. The other area is it depends upon the application, but again the size of applications are becoming very very relevant and very important. If sometimes you can make something with. uh, with improved density, meaning the size of the object um, or the solution, then that can also bring the intrinsic values to, to an application. And ultimately, you know, used correctly, this techn- technology can also bring um, uh, power systems uh, benefits from a cost perspective as well. Um, not only at what I call a functional discrete level, but at a system cost benefits, mm. and that's something that a number of our customers are very keen to 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 adopt and to understand. And uh, this the, these trends, uh, we believe, will will continue to be there for the for the for the uh, foreseeable future. Um, I just leave you, you know, just look about how much data that we are creating and and our appetite to to use on a daily basis, whether it's on the videos, whether it's on certain levels of uh, safety uh, features on vehicles now, um, and and of course, You know, we believe that uh, when you when you look at that, how to make uh, servers more greener, as as an example, how to make sure every time we click a button or download information or compute data, um, that we can make that in in a way that is uh, more efficient. And uh, that, then, I believe that that will bring overarching uh, benefits for those types of applications. So these are exciting times, but we, you know we, we believe fundamentally we're at the beginning of this in this industry, and you see the uh, the appetite of uh, semiconductors over the last uh, recent years. And uh, we we believe that our addressable markets will continue to grow. And that's why we as Infineon are very much uh, supporting the growth of all three technologies, silicon, silicon carbide, as well as gallium nitride.
1: Yeah. And I guess the last question I would just ask you before we kind of conclude the um, uh, podcast is that, you know, since AI has been in the news, I mean, you can't talk to anybody out here at Silicon Valley without someone asking you about, hey, what do you think, you know, the impact of AI is going to be? AI has some interesting um, implications for even this kind of capability from a predictive analysis standpoint, where you can you know, really do a nice job of predicting when something's going to fail. I imagine this is really kind of a what-if question, but how do you see AI coming kind of comprehended in, in in power systems over time?
0: Yeah, so we're actually using AI in in multiple areas, whether it's actually going in, of course, into um, designing, for example, or manufacturing. We have a lot of AI and and machine learning capabilities to, to improve our productivity, just to give you one example. But in the systems area, it's a great point. Uh, We see predictive maintenance is is, is one of the uh, key topics that that is a major trend in the industry. Uh, We've now, um, um, of course, uh, bolstering up our capability to do predictive maintenance. And and here, AI, coupled with the machine learning, is giving us um, significant uh, opportunities uh, to support the customers and, and really giving them opportunities to to recognise maybe a deviation of their overarching system performance. So again, um, in a wide band gap, will also play a, a role in that um, with silicon. So um, th- this is uh, just one of those topics which is uh, what we cl- classify as a mega trend, and uh, we see those uh, mega trends definitely being our friends at Infineon.
1: Yeah. And just to wrap this up, uh, Adam, uh, when do you see the acquisition getting formalized? Because obviously it has to be approved and, uh, before you move ahead. But uh, any idea?
0: Yeah, exactly. So we, we obviously got the formal um, uh, regulatory approvals, and we believe uh, that those should uh, be closing uh, by the end of this calendar year.
1: Well, that's great. Well, Adam, uh, thank you for taking the time to join me for today's podcast. I've got some QR codes up here. Uh, Thanks for taking the time to join me for today's podcast, for viewing and listening audience. Thanks for making the Smart Tech Check podcast part of your day or commute. Please make sure that you hit the like and subscribe buttons at the end of today's podcast or use these on-screen QR codes to connect with me and get some further information about the GAN acquisition. You can also follow me on Twitter at TechGuy. And until next time, Have a great week, and thanks again, Adam, for joining the podcast.
0: Thank you, Mark, and thanks to your listeners.